0: I look forward to meeting you and to serving you well. I would love to play a part in decreasing your pain and increasing your happiness. See you soon. Thank you. Okay, now, brethren, here's the challenging part as I push back to reality and seriousness. It's really easy to to see during any type of conversation, whether it's about the future or the past, to identify times when she messes up the conversation, okay? Anyone need any help recalling those moments? All right? She says, can we talk about the past? You say, maybe. And she's, like, oh, seriously? Seriously. You don't ever want to talk about the past? you think we can get through And you're like, oh, my gosh. She's already bulldozing, whatever. Okay. Here's the challenging part, gentlemen. I invite you, and I want to have a courageous conversation with you. Let's talk about ways that husbands mess up the conversation. Okay, what do we do? The easy, easier of the two to find is when she wants to talk about the past. Anybody need any training on how to shut a woman down when she's talking about the past? Most of you are decently good at it. We have the deep breath technique. Okay, how about the, you're kidding me, right? Anybody else got a really good skill on how to demonstrate a lack of enthusiasm when a woman wants to talk about the past? Any oh, <laughs> nice? Oh, headache! Headache. That was subtle. That was good. Okay, I almost didn't catch it. I had to pay attention. Anyone else got a really good technique on how to shut down conversations about the past? I know y'all have it. Why do you want? So he uses a verbal technique. Why do you want to keep bringing up the past? I don't live there anymore. Anybody else got a good technique? That didn't work. Who else has got a technique? Come on. Everyone has one. I'm really I've got to get to work early tomorrow, so could we have this conversation on a different day? Oh, what's the indirect message there? If I let you start talking about the past, this will go till 2 or 3 in the morning and I will get exhausted. We are not opening Pandora's box, woman. Let's switch. Shut the lid quick. Okay. Guy, what's your method? (laughs) Don't know if I have that much time. (laughs) (laughs) Just one of them. Only one. What's one of your methods? Yeah, I'm usually the deep breath person. And then, okay, here we go. What do you want? (laughs) All right. All right. Now, my wife, going back to cognitive intimacy now, I didn't know this. I thought I was being wise. Do any of you have wives that have ridiculous ideas about the future? Am I the only one? Okay. My wife doesn't. My wife is completely logical and clear minded about all things. Okay. But for the rest of us, okay. My wife does this thing called daydreaming. And she read all those books on possibility thinking. So she talks in terms of if you had unlimited money and unlimited time, what would you do? Okay? And so she just starts talking like that. I was thinking about adding on to the house. And I'm all why? Why would you do (laughs) okay? We could do this and we could do this and we can do this and we could do this and we could do this and we can do this. The cost how much is this going to cost, woman? Oh, my gosh. Okay. I, I'm, I'm really good at the, uh, the quiet. <clears throat> Apparently, I suck at poker. I'm thinking, I'm, what? What is my face possibly saying? Okay. All right, gentlemen. Give us an example of what your wife does to talk about her ideas for the future and how your technique for sabotaging the conversation. Be humble, like, be like, okay, because the epitome, the epitome of humility. Okay, brethren, this is going to be challenging for your brains sometimes, but I really want you to walk with me for a second. Let's go back in time to a second date, and I'm going to do an extreme example, okay? You ready to go for a walk with me? All right, so you just asked me, so you just shared yours, and you said, what about your plans, and I'm going to be a girl, Okay. Okay, so you ask me what my plans were, and I say something like, oh my gosh, I have been thinking about this forever. I am going to become a doctor, and I'm going to spend 30 years in Central Africa fixing cleft palates in little black kids. Okay, now, what would your brain do right then on whether or not you wanted to have a future with this woman? All right, now, do we have to say that out loud in that moment? No. No. Inside the brain, we disconnect from them. And then how easy is it for you to be sincerely fascinated with her goals once you've disconnected from her? What would you ask me next if you just – right after – okay, I'm not going to have a future with this woman, but she seems really excited about this. So I'm answering – I'm just shortening the girl because we don't have three hours for her to talk about how excited she is. Okay, so I just did the short version of her talking – Is it easy to stay interested if you know you're not going there with her? No. Okay, actually, it is. It's easier. Because what we're just noticing, as soon as we think we're going on this trip with her to Central Africa, what does our brain start to do? Cost, time, inconvenience. Okay, if you think you're going with her to Central Africa, we start thinking logically so we start accidentally we think we're being logical and realistic when we're actually being sabotaging so what satan tells our brains and i did not know this is he says you better shut this down or she's gonna think that you're actually going to help facilitate this okay now i want to show you guys a magic trick with your brains how many of you actually think that you are a logical person? Okay, most guys think they are. Have you ever had an idea that you did not know how to fulfill, but you wanted to go for it anyway? Have you ever had an idea? Here's I've got no. One. Did you became a dentist? Have you seen his lack of linear brain? This guy can't think in a straight line he's got so much ADHD. Anybody who knows, there's no possible way he could logically become a dentist. Okay. (laughs) But how many times have we had a goal or a hope or something like that, that there was a few gaps in the logic, but we believe that we could fill in those gaps over time? Okay. I want you to check, gentlemen. Are you under the impression that you've never verbalized a goal that was beyond logical, that had some element of miracle or hope or a stretch beyond. Men do this all the time. Hey, I'm thinking about getting a rocket to the moon. How are you gonna do that? I don't know, but I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna run in a marathon. How are you gonna do it? I don't know, but I'll figure it out. I wanna do this. How? I don't know, but I'm gonna figure it out. I wanna do this. How are you gonna do it? I don't know, but I'm gonna figure it out. This is a very common masculine way of thinking. Have you ever had your wife try to convince you that you're not logical? Have you thought about this? Have you thought about how it affects the kids? Have you thought about that? Have you thought about this? Okay, did you think about this? Did you think about that? Did you think about, did you think about, did you think about? Okay. Brethren, human beings are dreamers. Human beings have ideas. A common satanic trick is to crush the spirit of creative thinking during cognitive intimacy, which is a predecessor to psychological intimacy, where if both brains are not fully flowing, it sabotages psychological intimacy. So one of the biggest challenges of cognitive intimacy is to create a culture so the ideal second date Is when both people walk out of it going, that person was really excited about my ideas, even though they didn't even comprehend them. That person was excited about my ideas, even though they didn't understand them. Some of you guys are like motorcycle geeks, right? Anyone? Anyone? Car geeks? Motorcycle geeks? Okay, vehicle geeks? Have you ever heard someone talk about motorcycles and cars and you're like, and you're like, I have no idea what you're talking about? Okay, or fishing. Okay, oh, like what? Why would you do that? Why would that be fun for you? Okay, or spreadsheets. Oh my gosh, I love spreadsheets. I can talk about them. I love doing them. I love the formulas. Anybody want to talk about spreadsheets? Okay, okay. Has your wife ever talked about something with enthusiasm that you lost interest in? Have you ever talked about something that your wife lost interest in? Okay. I know your wife is like superhuman. She doesn't count. I've met her. Okay. She practically walks on water. I already met that one. Okay. You have just finished listening to another principle that is one of many that you will find in a special class that I've put together called the marriage repair workshops and the Lazarus lectures. This is a compilation of principles that I have pulled from my years of training, study and therapeutic experience, designed to give you the tools, the vision, the ideas, everything that is necessary to take a relationship that has experienced catastrophic levels of unpleasantness and falling apart and rebuild it almost as if raising it from the dead. Please follow the links and attend at least one of our marriage repair workshops so that you can get a feel for what you will learn and get your attachment to the multimedia classroom that holds videos, audios, articles from me and several other specialists that we call the Lazarus Lectures, a 40 lesson series building from one principle to another so that you can discover what is necessary To pull off a miracle in your relationship. I hope you will find great value in this. I hope those of you who find yourselves unable to afford the thousands of dollars necessary to attend a marriage therapist, especially one that's really good and is not as available as we would like therapists to be, please, please, Study this material in the Lazarus lectures and attend the marriage repair workshops so that we can help you get things back to the way you want them. We'll see you then.